911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined today by Mr. Detective Walton. How are you? I'm so glad to be here. You have been off for many, many days for the Thanksgiving long weekend, and we've had a lot of time to do stuff around the house and do things together, stuff that we don't usually get the time to do. So it's pretty cool that we're up in our studio recording this morning, and I just want to thank you for that. I'm glad to be here. I have an incredible friend named Kirk Lawless, and he's a retired police officer. He actually writes impeccably, and he wrote an article for the Blue Magazine, and his article is titled, Looking for a Police Job, Decent Pay, Danger, Lots of Hate, and Bad Bosses, and he provides tips that help you to enter one of the most toxic professions successfully. And in reading his article this morning, he he sent it to me directly. And anytime that somebody sends me something directly like this, I always make sure that I carve out time, dedicated time to really sit through what it is that they're sharing with me. And there aren't many people, first of all, that sit down and write to the extent that he does. Certainly not many people are as talented in doing so, but also not a lot of people stop and spend time to just sit and read something. And reading has always been something that I've been interested in. And I thought it was really important to just listen to the words that he had to share. And he's talking about a lot of different tactics that I think most police officers would never consider, whether they're currently a police officer or whether they're debating whether or not to get into law enforcement. And Clint, I thought that we could start this episode out by kind of going through a little bit of the process and the mindset of you when you first entered the police force. (laughs) It's kind of a convoluted story for me, you know, starting out in the prison systems for a couple of years before I went into being a police officer. Which was a generational thing. Exactly. Like I'm three generations out of corrections that I just felt... I needed to go into because that's what I knew. And my whole family, they have good retirements, good pay, good benefits, everything associated with it, and which is different than other states, which California has decent pays and stuff compared to others. So when I first started, like originally got out of high school, I couldn't start in corrections until I was 21. So I tossed around the idea of joining the military, but I got into corrections just based off of wanting the retirement system and knowing I can retire at 50 and be able to live my life past that without having to worry about anything. And so that was my... my intent in the very beginning was just I wanted a good retirement, good pay, and to capitalize on that. Once I got out of the prison system, I was able to change over my retirement, luckily, into the same system that we have in California. So it was still kind of chasing the retirement. You know, I was preparing for retirement at 21 years old, just thinking about it that way. I didn't join the military just specifically, so I would have more years within 
the the per system that California has instead of postponing it a few years to then start the process. Once I transitioned into police work and started doing that, you know, my whole intention it was never to go out and help people, never was anything that I didn't have like an ulterior motive other than the pay and, and the retirement. That was starting out my career. But over the years, I've felt that calling of service and I felt that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's where I had, I couldn't even tell you when that mind shift happened for me of where I wanted to start helping people compared to just chasing my pay, just working for towards retirement and just doing that. And so over the years, I've furthered myself and, and luckily I've had a wonderful wife to push me to get to the point of where I'm at today and where I will be in the future to keep trying to help people more. So given the hearts hardships of what's going on in society nowadays like there's so many people that just don't want to do this job yeah and I think a lot of that probably comes with age as well when it comes to that shift of you know chasing that dollar sign into having something more meaningful and in making your career something more meaningful and I'm going to link to the article that Kirk had written and I it's It's incredibly important, not only for somebody that's just getting into law enforcement, but for somebody to do a self reevaluation if you're in a current department right now, because a lot of what he discusses is some of the things that people don't people bitch about a lot, but people don't take the necessary steps in order to kind of dig into. And if you are just starting out in law enforcement, one thing that he suggests is to really do your research on the department that you're applying for. I know for Clint. You actually didn't do any research when it came to the department that you were applying for. And it was one of those, I know someone who knows somebody kind of situations. And what he recommends, and not to discredit that, but you only know what you know. And especially at the ripe age that you were in, you didn't know to do anything any further than just taking the recommendation of somebody that you knew that had worked at the department that you currently work in. And so... He says that it's important for anybody to investigate a little bit further when it comes to any of the the media that surround your particular agency or the the brass, right? So the people that are in the administration who might have had some complaints. What is their follow through? What do what does the social media temperature look like for that particular individual? Are people happy with that person? I know the sheriff that we had had here in our county for the longest time, people had nothing but amazing things to say about him. And so that is step number one. And step number two, if you can, and this isn't in Kirk's article, but in my opinion, if you could find somebody or somebody's who worked at that particular agency, but no longer work there, a lot of times people will lateral and they'll transfer over to another department. See if you can have a candid conversation with them or even send a message to them on Facebook or or whatever means you have and ask them what were some of the issues? Because I can guarantee you those issues 
almost always come down to a small handful of people and perhaps not necessarily the department as a whole. And I think that's really important because when it comes to you showing up and wanting to serve in this capacity, you're going to want to enter. And this isn't just for police work. This isn't in any industry or any particular employer that you're entering into a relationship with. You want people that are going to stand by and support your values during the whole George Floyd (laughs) fiasco, right? Clint, you were very fortunate to work in a department that supported your own personal values and attributes. And the whole thing sucked. There's, there's no other way around that, but finding situations like that, things that were of vital importance that have taken place in the past, in particular, the recent past and see the structure and dynamics of how things worked, reading those conversations and really digesting and going through what the morals look like in comparison to your own morals. And just because you might talk to somebody who perhaps that department wasn't a good fit for them. You can do your own self-analysis and decide, well, are those things really important to me? And maybe it wouldn't have been as big of a deal to me. Maybe there was a, a personal kind of issue going on between that individual and administration. Or maybe it was something that seems like it's a pattern if you start to talk to more and more people. Yeah, and then that's so important to do because I, I look at people who've left our agency over the years and and everyone has their own reasons for leaving. Most of them, are they valid? To them, they are. But as a whole, they're typically not. So it just kind of varies from person to person. And it's important to talk to not just one, but a, a couple people to figure out what that problem is. And another thing that I can say too, because I know Clint, I've seen you do this to so many people, is if you're feeling apprehensive and reaching out to an officer, even if you don't know somebody, ask to go on a ride along or ask, you know, just call up a police department and ask if there's somebody that you could talk to, because I could guarantee that any officer that you speak with who works at a particular agency is going to be proud and have a lot to share with you and be more than willing to share whatever it is in terms of the questions that you might have. So I hope that you've gotten some value out of this episode. Clint, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Absolutely. If you have, please do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.